0: Do you ever wish that you could have a time machine? I mean, to go back or forward in time, one or the other. It's an interesting idea, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I'm your host, Matt Morgan, and thank you for tuning in today to episode 151 of Soapbox Daily. Appreciate you being here and happy hump day to you. Yes, it is another hump day, folks. It is another hump day. Here we are, midweek again, and uh, you're here with me again, and I appreciate you being here. So before we get into this, it is the midway point of the week, and uh, how's your integrity been this week? Are you being the positive change? Are you setting the example? Are you being the best you can be to make this world a better place? Onwards and upwards. Hey, you don't need recognition or patent in the back for it. Just do the right thing. It's the right thing to do. So today we're going to talk about, uh, speaking of which, how do you view yourself? That's the question of the day. That's what we're talking about today. How do you view yourself? And it's interesting thought, if you think about it, because it's tempting to believe we see ourselves the same way that others see us. But unfortunately, we will always be clouded by our own thoughts and experiences. Because of this, we may miss some important information about ourselves. There's a number of ways you see yourself differently than others see you, and becoming aware of these discrepancies can help you better understand how you are perceived. If your view of reality doesn't match up with others, you might have a harder time with everything from your self-esteem to your relationships. I mean, in general, people tend to see themselves through their own subjective lenses. With this bias, it's natural that people see themselves differently than others see them. When emotions are running low and clarity is running high, an individual is often better able to see themselves in a more honest and accurate light. Yet as humans, I don't know, it's is often extremely difficult to be truly objective and correct when analyzing the self, no matter how logical we might think we are, really. Since it's impossible to step out of your head, it can be difficult to pinpoint any blind spots. And it is... I don't know, it's one of those things and I don't think people really realize it. We have this idea in our heads of who we are, but it's not necessarily how the world views us. And then when we actually ask somebody to describe you or vice-versa. When you ask somebody how they view you and they come back with something which you think is completely outrageous, you're you're sometimes taken aback. You're kind of beside yourself going, whoa, where did you get that from? Because we all have this idea of who we are, right? And we don't really recognize how the rest of the world sees us. And it really depends on our own self-esteem and our experiences and our day-to-day, how that is. And some of us like to think of ourselves in the best light. Some of us like to think of ourselves in the -the not-so-the-best light. But it's an interesting Question. It really is. I mean, how you view yourself versus how the rest of the world views yourself. And a lot of times, the rest of the world's not necessarily viewing you exactly how you view yourself. So it might be time to actually take a a little bit of reality check. I mean, there's some, I want to get into some quick seven fascinating ways. I don't know if they'll be fascinating, but seven ways you may be perceiving yourself incorrectly, according to some doctors and therapists and everything else. So let's just get into a few of these quickly. You experience imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome is an informal syndrome that involves a person feeling that they are going to be found out or unveiled as not being as good as they really are at something. That's one thing. Number two, you minimize your abilities. Although there are some people who tend to inflate themselves, many people devalue their capabilities. Rather than owning their strengths and skills, they tend to shrug off or minimize many of their abilities. Number three, you make unfair comparisons. Comparing yourself to what you see on social media is going to lead to a, a screwed perception of what your life should be. You can't compare yourself to people on social media. Social media is nine times out of 10 fake. It's fake, it's made up, it's generated. Don't compare yourself to social media. The end result will just reduce your self-esteem, increase depression, and unnecessary dissatisfaction with your looks, home, vacation options, and accomplishments. This causes distress and makes us perceive ourselves as less than on many levels. This is a true misconception of the genuine self. Okay, another point, you experience yourself, you experience unconfirmed bias. It's human nature to search for or interpret information in a way that confirms your preconceptions about yourself. For example, if you already consider yourself to be a thoughtful person, you most likely, if you think of yourself as a certain way, you'll interpret your actions through this lens. So thinking you are actually something that you are not because you view yourself as being that so you kind of already have this formation that you think you're generous because I don't know you gave a donation once and that's it and so that that just blankets yourself that you you're you know a generous person you already have a bias on that one that could come back and and bite you in the butt because that's not truly who you are because the rest of the world's probably looking a lot closer than you are. another point you project psychological projections a defense mechanism that involves attributing your undesirable feelings or emotions onto someone else. For example, you may really dislike your mother-in-law. However, you unconsciously perceive that as a feeling you can't have. So instead you believe that your mother-in-law dislikes you. Point six, you rationalize your behavior. It's quite common for people to make excuses for their behavior by interpreting a situation or facts in a way that keeps a positive view of themselves intact. For example, you may be devastated by being passed over for a job promotion. To protect yourself, you instead rationalize the situation by thinking that you really didn't want the promotion anyways because it would have been too stressful and, you know, mess with your work-life balance. And lastly, you experience denial. You've probably seen this in friends, family, or colleagues. They seem to be deluding themselves and believing that something is not true or not happening, even though it clearly is. Unfortunately, we often do this to ourselves as well. We may be in complete denial about a negative person trait or in denial about how our actions have negatively affected others, it's too painful for us to see clearly, so we pretend that it doesn't exist or it isn't there. It's not always easy to see where we view ourselves incorrectly, but becoming aware of common patterns can help us. To help us see how we are actually more accurately. I mean, yeah, it's kind of a reality check because believe it or not, the rest of the world is not viewing you as you view yourself. So maybe get some opinions. Cross compare. Ask people how they view you. And if you start seeing a pattern, that might be truly you more than you realize. But don't get yourself too down on it. Just consider it a thought experiment. Something along those lines. That's something to think about for today. Hey, thank you very much for tuning in. I'm going to wrap this up for today. It's Wednesday. It's already promising to be a very busy day and a snowy day from what i've been seeing outside but hey if you're inside and you're kicking around or you're bored and you want to check it out check out themadmorgan.com yes themadmorgan.com for more information on all our podcasts and projects now and coming down the road as always i'm your host mad morgan have a great day moving forward and i will see you next episode